Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, friends? Thanks for streaming today's NBA Bet Slippin' Podcast. It's Monday, March 14th. There's a nine-game slate in the NBA, and I got four best bets I can give you here in a second. Um, I went 3-1 and one on Friday, so I was 7-7 seven and seven last week, um, which is a little bit of regression. I'm still 80-59 and 59 since starting the NBA Bet Slippin' Podcast in the beginning of the year. Um, so ended the week, uh, a down week on a, on a strong note, which is good. I hit with the uh, Los Angeles Clippers, getting six and a half points as they face the Atlanta Hawks. I also hit with the um, Charlotte Hornets, minus two and a half points as they beat up on the uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, 142-120. I also um, connected with the Toronto Raptors, plus four and a half. Uh, money line and against the spread as they visited and um, upset the Phoenix Suns 117-112 in Phoenix. And then my lone loser was um, the Washington Wizards plus four and a half as they lost at the Los Angeles Lakers 122-109 to after another sensational LeBron James performance. He put up uh, 50 points against the Washington Wizards and was pretty much the sole reason why we lost that game, and it was our only loser Friday. But, again, ended last week on a strong note. Um, Hopefully we can keep the Friday momentum uh, carrying into this week and um, have a a winning week. We were only 7-7 last week. Again, let me shout out the uh, sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook, their global sports betting leader. They're live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast can get a welcome bonus at USA Today bet.com slash podcast. That's USA Today bet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply, though. You must be 21 or older to game. So please see Typico's website for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1 800 Gambler for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so on to the four best bets for Monday. The first one, I'm taking the under 212.5 in the Cleveland Cavalier-Los Angeles Clipper game. Um, the the Clippers have lost back-to-back games against the Miami Heat and Chicago Bulls this weekend entering this game. And the uh, Clippers eked past the Detroit Pistons yesterday, 106-102. They beat the closing line. They were three-and-a-half-point road favorites. Um, but that line opened at six-and-a-half, and most people got it at um, uh, at four or above. So they either pushed or, mo- I would say, most uh, betters actually profited on that game, even though the Clippers did beat the closing line. Uh, Cleveland beat L.A. 92-79 earlier this season in a game that Paul George actually played in. And Cleveland was at full strength. They had Ricky Rubio, Colin Sexton, and Jared Allen. 
Um, Rubio is both injured and not with the team anymore. Sexton's injured uh, out for the season, and Jared Allen is currently uh, sidelined with an injury as well. But these styles um, match up for a low-scoring game. Um, Both have top 10 defenses. Both have top 5 defensive effective field goal shooting percentages and uh, top 5 defensive Um, free throw attempt rates. Also, Cleveland should be at peak motivation, and because they're a defense-first team, I think that equals a strong defensive performance. Uh, Cleveland's only in the sixth seed. They're one game ahead of Toronto, so uh, for the seventh and first play-in seed in the Eastern Conference. So we... uh, Every every playoff team wants to be six or above so they can avoid that play-in scenario and having to um, fight for their, their playoff lives and their season in a one-and-done format as the play-in games are. But uh, we also could see some clunky p- possessions in this game since both teams have, uh, I guess, bottom 10 offensive turnover rates. Um, and both defenses are pretty good at forcing turnovers. Also, the trends... Uh, point to a lower scoring game as well. Cleveland's 3-16-1 to the under as a home favorite, and they have a minus 8.6 total margin as a home favorite. And on the road, the Clippers are 13-22-1 to the under with a minus 5.8 total margin. Um, also, most of the market is betting the over on this game um, with the thinking that like the total has moved too much from the uh, original or from the first Clipper Cavalier meeting that total was set at 219 and this one uh, steamed down to 210 in some books um, earlier today but action um, pro over action has pushed it up to the current number which is 212 and a half which is where we're locking in this bet so let's take the Clippers Cavaliers under 212 and a half as our first best bet next we're hitting the first of a primetime doubleheader with the Denver Nuggets visiting the Philadelphia 76ers. We're going to go ahead and grab the uh, Denver Nuggets at plus two and a half right now. Um, This feels like a trap line for Philly. Denver has lost back-to-back games by double digits, and and Philly's offense looks pretty potent. Um, They can get to the free throw line like no other team probably in NBA history. I guess it's a little early to say that because James Harden's only been with the team for, I think, six or seven games. But they're getting the free throw line at an incredible rate. Um, but Denver does have a uh, really good defensive free throw attempt rate. So they're they're good at keeping opponents off the free throw line. Also, this is a pros versus Joes game with the pros favoring Denver and the, and the, and the public riding with Philly. At least according to pregame.com, um, more, roughly 70% of the cash is on the Nuggets, whereas a slight majority of the tickets are on the 76ers because sharps and wise guys put up a lot more money um, on bets than the public, you typically want to look to the money column and if to, to see like where the sharp money is, at least the presumed sharp money. And if the bets column is got a majority and the money money column has a majority as well, then that's uh, that's typically a pros versus Joe situation. So let's follow the, the, the presumed sharp money and take the nuggets plus two and a half here. Um, also this, uh, Denver has an identity, whereas like Philly is still finding itself. Um, Denver knows exactly who the offense rolls through, right? It's running through reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, whereas Philly is still, you know, organizing itself and, and figuring out who's going to handle the ball and when, um, during the, during crunch time situations or, um, and, 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 um, 
games decided by a few possessions. You know, they're they're still figuring out with James Harden and Joel Embiid. And I think that's a big reason why Denver has a better winning percentage and net rating in clutch the clutch time than than Philly. It's, they are more comfortable with their identity. Also, it's just a it's a better spot for Denver. They're ten seven and one against the number on the road versus winning teams, and they've been profitable as a road dog at eleven and nine against the spread as a road dog, and they have a plus two point six ATS differential. Whereas Philly is just six and eleven against the number at home versus winning teams, and ten fifteen. Uh, against the number as home favorites with a minus 2.3 ATS differential. Um, and again, I, I think it is a trap line just because Denver's lost back-to-back games um, by double digits, but it was to Toronto and Golden State, two quality opponents. Um, and uh, so I think those results are a little misleading. And, and Philly um, eked past Orlando yesterday, 116-114 in overtime. Presumably they were looking ahead to this game, but... Just because, I again, Denver has more of an identity than Philly. I'm going to go with Denver. I do think it's interesting to note, though, that uh, Philly did beat Denver earlier this season without Joel Embiid. And they, they beat him outright as seven-point underdogs. And uh, the last time Embiid and Jokic faced each other was in December of 2019. And uh, Embiid is 4-1 and straight up versus Jokic all time. So uh, maybe that's more the reason why the public is on uh, the Philadelphia 76ers here, but let's fade the public and take the Nuggets plus two and a half. Our second best bet um, is the Utah Jazz at home. You know, I'm getting points right now. They are only getting um, one and a half points, um, and they're hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, this will be Brooke Lopez, the center of Milwaukee's uh, game, uh, first game back from uh, missing multiple months with a back injury. Um, and Rudy Gobert is currently listed as questionable. Now, I have to lock in my bet now, so I'll take the the buck, or the, uh, the the Jazz plus one and a half right now. Uh, but if I were you, I would wait until closer to tip-off and wait for Rudy Gobert's official game status to be announced. Um, but the Jazz just match up really well with Milwaukee. Milwaukee um, gives up the most three-point attempts per game, and... The Jazz have the highest three-point attempt rate, and they have the best effective field goal percentage. They're they're effectively, or essentially, excuse me, the best three-point shooting team in the league. Also, this is pretty rare to get the Jazz as a home underdog since 2019, so for roughly the past three seasons, or was it four? Since 2019, the Jazz are 4-1 straight up and 5-0 and against the number as a home underdog. They have a plus 5.8 margin of victory and plus 8.3 ATS differential as a home underdog since 2019. And this is just a, a place, uh, Salt Lake City is a place that Milwaukee struggles in uh, historically. They're 17 and 4. The, the Jazz are 17 and 4 at home in the last 21 games against the Bucks. So the Bucks struggle in Salt Lake City, and, and the Jazz have uh, performed better against tougher teams this season. They have uh, a plus adjusted net rating versus top 10 teams, plus 1.6, which ranks fourth in basketball, whereas Milwaukee has a minus 4.8 adjusted net rating, which is 15th in the NBA, and they have the worst ATS differential versus top 10 teams at minus 7.5. 
um, ATS differential. Also, we are seeing um, this is also a pros versus Joes game with the pro money on the Jazz and, and the public riding with the Bucks. So uh, let's take the Jazz plus the points here. And then our final best bet is I'm going with the Toronto Raptors at the Los Angeles Lakers, which um, is admittedly the square side. I'm sure a few people will be hitting me up in my DMs on Twitter at Jeffrey underscore Clark talking about how most of the public is on the Raptors and that might be a reason to stay away from them. And I guess that's a that's really the only argument that I could find for staying away from the Toronto Raptors here uh, because they just match up so well with the Lakers. The Raptors apply mad ball pressure to ball, to to ball handlers or to guards and they crash the glass like crazy. I think they're top five in defensive turnover rate and top five in offensive rebounding rate, whereas the Los Angeles Lakers, with with both LeBron and Russell Westbrook, mainly Russell Westbrook, turn the ball over a ton, and they're a terrible rebounding team because LeBron's been forced to play the center since they have really no reliable big, and Anthony Davis has been out with an injury. Um, so I think Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, and Fred Van Vliet, if he can play, he's currently listed as questionable, which could be another reason to hold off on this bet till closer to tip-off. But if those three players play, um, I think they should be able to help Toronto get some easy buckets and just like feast on the mid-range and the interior of LA's defense. Um, LA has won two games since the start of the all or since the. Uh, since the All-Star game, and they're both games where LeBron just went off. You know, he scored 56 against the Golden State Warriors um, in their one victory this past weekend, I think. I don't know. They, they beat the Warriors and the Wizards in their only two victories since the All-Star break, and LeBron had 56 points against the Warriors and 50 against the Wizards. The point is, if LeBron James isn't going absolutely nuclear, this Lakers team is probably going to lose. They got embarrassed last night on primetime in Phoenix against uh, the Suns. They gave up, I think, 140 points. They gave up 140 points, and it was just really really a no-show from the Lakers. And uh, Toronto has won three straight. Um, They've beaten a couple of quality opponents over that time, I think. Uh, They beat the Golden State Warriors, um, the Phoenix Suns. Wait, hold on. Let me uh, let me let me backtrack. I don't know if they beat the Phoenix uh, or the the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Toronto Raptors have won the last three straight. Um, they beat the D- the Denver Nuggets, the Phoenix Suns, and the San Antonio Spurs. Um, so um, that and that sense getting Fred Van Vliet back from an injury. So they play much better with Fred Van Vliet. Hopefully he's in for this game. But either way, I'll take the Raptors to cover four and a half points against the Lakers because again they're playing the second of a back to back. Toronto has a, a, a seven and three against the number as a road favorite, and they um, um, they typically play better with a rest advantage. So let's go with the Toronto Raptors laying four and a half points against the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, that's our fourth best bet. Our other three are the under two twelve and a half, and the Clippers Cavaliers, and then we're taking the Denver Nuggets plus two and a half, visiting the Philadelphia 76ers. And we'll grab the one and a half points with the Utah Jazz hosting the Milwaukee Bucks 
That's it. That's your bet slipping podcast. Best of luck to y'all, whether you fade or follow me. Always make sure to shop for the best numbers. If you're not in Colorado or New Jersey or New Jersey, if you're in one of those two states, please check out Typico Sportsbook. Best of luck. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.